0: to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast, where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics. On this week's show, we'll discuss whether or not hip-hop pioneer Africa Bambada should be recognized and celebrated for his contributions to the genre, despite the terrible allegations against him within recent years. Then we'll briefly dive into our predictions for the NBA Finals this year, and then we'll dive into an in-depth discussion of Battle Rack. Where do we stand on it? Can it save hip hop or the art of MC? What will we change about battle rap, if anything? How far do we think it can grow? Who are our favorite battle rappers and must see battles? Then we'll dive into our album face off, where we'll be putting Dop Hop by the Doppelgangers against Heart by Nolan the Ninja and weigh in on which album we felt was better and why. And then we'll share what we've been bumping for the week. So, with that, Please pick that and enjoy the show. Man.
1: Yo, what's going on, Vince? What's up, man? What's up? How you doing? What's good with you, man. What's good with you, man? I had me an eventful weekend, man. I
0: worked.
1: Some good, some fun, some bad, but yeah big in
0: between
1: huh yeah man broke, broke my phone screen uh ATVing, man <laughs> you, you broke your phone screen yeah going on doing some four-wheeling oh snap okay yeah what, what did it break on like a rock or something yeah it fell out of my pocket then we had to go retrace you know refine the phone oh
0: man that's never fun
1: I hey. I guess I'm, I'm motivated to get a phone now, so. <laughs> what was it, an iPhone? No, it was an old, old Samsung phone. It's, it's it's time for a new one anyway, but I'm just saying. Like. Right. Ah, I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounded like it was time. Sound like it was time.
0: Did you get the grill going this weekend?
1: Um, Yeah, I, I barbecued a little bit Uh, over at my friend's house. Like I said, we went, we went ATV and, you know. That's what's up. So, yeah, that's what's up, man. That's
0: that's something I always wanted to do. Is it? Is it pretty fun?
1: <laughs> man. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, that's yes, it is. We were um we went at night, so we had to have the lights on and everything. Then then we um drove up on a mountain, too. So, yeah, that fun. And very fun, to say the least. That's what's up, man. That's what's up
0: man yeah well i to put that in an a underrated overrated one for one of these segments <laughs> atv yeah for real man yeah that sounds fun man you you watching that uh boston miami game um
1: i should be but no i'm not i'm not watching it
0: uh, yeah i was i was watching it before we logged on man yo like the celtics the celtics team is frustrating it's like they got a ton of talent on paper, but like when they get in these big moments, they just they just start playing dumb. This is know? the new
1: age basketball, man.
0: And, and just doing stuff that doesn't work for them, you know. Um, jacking up a bunch of threes. Miami's playing zone defense, so like, you know, you got some open shots and you got decent shooters, but it's just they just they just play stupid sometimes, you know. <clears throat> and I don't I don't it's- think they're at least not anymore they're not ex- as well coached as the miami heat and when i just turned it off boston was trying to make a comeback
1: but it was they was still down by like eight but um it, it would look different if they didn't fire uh udoka for for personal business it would, it would look different exactly exactly you
0: know like i don't even think they'd be in a game seven if they still had Udoka. i think they would have been advance to the finals but hey what, exactly. what, 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 what do i know
1: <laughs> what do you, i know and what's frustrating you know, th- you know basketball is what you know
0: yeah i've been i've been watching it a long time and it's like it's just frustrating to see it's like they've been they got a, they got a chance of making history no doubt they got a chance of advancing to the finals for the second year in a row they've been to what three eastern conference finals at this point and it's like they don't. When I look, watch them play, to me, they don't even look as good as like the twenty teens Bulls. I think well, the twenty teens Bulls would beat this Celtics team. Oh, no, but,
1: but yeah, This Bulls, is this. No, but go, the, ahead, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. I was just gonna
0: say, but the Bulls are always hindered by injury. You know, uh, yeah, just just
1: injury, just injury. You know, that's true. But we're talking about this new era of basketball, so. Uh, this is what the difference between skills and fundamentals. This is what an argument is more is, is important because it shows the difference between people, uh, players that have skills and players that are fundamentally sound. Well, you got it. the league now, NBA now, it's obviously that there are more skilled players. Meaning, you know, every single guy can do more. They can dribble with both hands, lay the ball up with both hands, you know, do, you know, handle the ball, shoot further away, you know, all that stuff. That's skills, right? But they don't teach. They haven't learned fundamentally because no position has a set standard or parameter of what to do anymore. You got Joel Embiid shooting threes like he's a point guard, you know? So like everybody is just learning all of the same skills, but they're not learning the fundamentals of what position they play. So when it comes down to the crunch, plus the analytics of the game, shoot more threes, you shoot threes at this percentage. It's better shooting a two point shot at this percentage. And all of this stuff messes the game up. Because when you have fundament in your game, you have what they call poise when it gets rough. So all of these players, they get all these skills, but they don't know how to keep stay poised when it gets, you know, to the crunch time. And you see people jacking up all these crazy threes. And the game just looks stupid at the, you know, in certain parts of the certain parts of the game, it just looks very bad. Optics of it. And I'm, I'm tired of seeing it. To be honest, yeah,
0: yeah, me too, man, me too. But we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Everybody, every er, everybody, here seems to think that the Celtics can make history tonight,
1: but um, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I don't know what the game's looking like at all. But,
0: I, I don't know, yeah. man. They just, I don't know. They they just some about Miami. It's like even even in Game Six, it's like Miami just looked like the better team. They just. They were just doing all the right stuff. Everyone seems to know their role.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got the last real player that has an old school feel to him, Jimmy Butler, who, who has a fundamentally sound game. Like I said, these words are important in terms of style of play. When it comes to being able to step up when it's time, he has the poise to do it because of the way he plays the game. But I mean, you know what? What do I know? Just like like you said
0: earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. I, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be checking, uh, checking the uh, score periodically throughout the podcast. And yeah. Making announcements. Give me one say. He responded this text real quick. Uh, uh, Might just send me a picture of somebody that I ain't seen in years. All right, all right. All right. So, man, let's get into this show, man. I got a a nice one lined up. uh, So some some nice topics, one of which involves the um, I don't know if you're familiar with this. uh, First of all, let me let me pull the article up. But this was a story that kind of surfaced back in March uh, over the Universal Hip Hop Museum that's supposed to be opening. And the Universal Hip- Hop Museum is, uh, is supposed to be opening in New York City. And what happened was what happened was there was a gentleman on the, he was the executive director and president of the chairman for the Universal Hip Hop Museum, but people were calling for him to step down because of his ties to the Zulu Nation. Uh, the old school hip hop crew, which was started by Africa Bambata. And the reason why this was an issue was because Africa Bambata over the years has been a, you know, hit with uh, multiple allegations of sexual assault, uh, sexual abuse, uh, even even human trafficking of, of teenage boys. And about four dudes came forward publicly, uh, one of which was Hassan Campbell who's a, actually a pretty prominent uh, YouTuber who discusses different this, things. This dude. Culture. <laughs> you said what? I
1: said this dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of them. And they seem to be... Their stories seem to corroborate very uh, accurately. And, and you know, there's there's been there's been a call to for, for, for hip-hop and old school pioneers to kind of distance themselves from Africa Bambata because of these allegations and the guy who they want to step down from being the chairman of the of the what is it, the chairman of the Universal Hip-Hop Museum, his name is Rocky Buchano, um, and they want him to step down because he, in so many words, defended Africa Bambada and seems to kind of be ignoring calls for uh you know accountability and it there's also a discussion going on right now uh, a lot of amongst a lot of old school new york rappers and, and hip-hop pioneers on whether or not africa Bambaataa even deserves to be recognized or celebrated in the context of hip-hop history and uh wh- what what do you think Do you, do you think this is something that that kind of deserves attention and deserves accountability or what do you think? Because, because apparently the 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 assault, the sexual assault occurred in the late seventies, early eighties, when a lot of these dudes were like around twelve or thirteen years old.
1: It's, my mind, my mind wants to say, um, like when it comes to certain things, it's weird to blend what a person did that has nothing to do with hip hop you Know nothing to do with the um the history of something at hand, like those two things don't match. Like, like why bring those two things up? You know, like part of me wants to say that because it's like you know, the accolades or what a person may have done or most likely did doesn't take away from the accomplishment, accomplishments, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't,
0: yeah,
1: like. Like, like logically, that's what my mind comes up with. But do, I do also understand, like, the uh, the emotional part of it, mm-hmm. because hip, hip-hop is a culture, you know what I'm saying? And um, although he is definitely a part of the history, um, you can mention someone without them being celebrated. Kind of like, you know, Gotta bring up Hitler in certain parts of history, right? But we don't celebrate the dude. But we do talk about. Him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. like, yeah, his his name should be mentioned without the celebration. Like, yeah, he did accomplish all these things, but like let's just let's just get over. Like, let's just hurry up and rush through his part of the history, even, even you know, even though he definitely is a part of it. Right, right.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh for me, it's you, you can you can I feel like you I feel like you could definitely mention the the contributions that this man made in the context of hip hop and the history of the genre and the culture and everything while at the same time still condemn what he, he he might have allegedly done. Because there are people who are on two opposite sides of it. There are people who feel that what he for what he did he should be you know in jail he should be stricken from the history of hip-hop his records shouldn't be played anymore and they've even gone a step further and alleged that he really only became a figure in hip-hop to be around little boys more because you know it started out as a youth movement uh, basically and you know basically just throwing out the the baby with the bath water and saying the whole the whole culture was 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 catering to, to people who wanted to be around little boys and i feel that's a bit of a extreme position even though i would I, you know anytime somebody victimizes somebody else like i'm all for justice and accountability and you know call, calling those people out and and punishing them you know um the way they should be punished and then there are people who are on the other side of, of the spectrum who are going out of the way to defend them and to call the victims liars. And, you know, they, they're, they're only doing this because they're getting paid by the man because they don't want, you know, they don't want Africa body to be revered, you know, by the youth. And it's like, ain't, ain't none of the youth right now thinking about Africa Mbada.
1: At all. <laughs> <laughs> like, you say his name and anybody... 10 years younger than me, most likely would be like, Who?
0: Yeah, yeah, who? You know, so, you know, and this is all being done to, you know, uh, uh, demerit hip hop in some kind of way at the culture as a whole, which I don't buy into that either because African Mbad is one man. You know what I mean? Like, he is not the culture, nor is he bigger than the culture. So, you know, you could you can miss me with all of that, you know? So, you know, I, I'm, I'm in the middle. Like, I, I feel that, like, his, his contributions, whatever they are, well, we, we know what they are, you know, um, should be mentioned, should be, you know, recognized, you know, um, with these different uh, hip hop his, his historical features and exhibitions and museums and stuff. It should definitely be mentioned. But at the same time, you can still c- condemn what he what he did. You know, I don't I don't see what's so hard about that, you know, no. Nobody is all good all the time, and nobody is all bad all the time. You know, human human beings are are complex like that. You know, they're they're capable of uh, accomplishing great, inspiring things, and but they're also capable of some some really foul stuff. You
1: know. Yep, yep. And I mean, is it that important to have this this gap in history to appease you know certain people's sensibilities? You know, although, like, those two things have nothing to do with each other. Um, like, I I feel like, hope I say this the right way. I feel like, what I said earlier, basically, like, his name can be mentioned, but that's all it needs to be, It's just mentioned, because he's a part of history. Like, he's a, he's a, a key figure, but, like, you don't have to really talk about the guy. You know, um there's plenty of other artists that don't need to be named um like you can't take away you know the person's in jail now and you know the things he done were really bad but you still can't take away the influence and the impact in the, in the history of what he did as far as music or the genre of r b is concerned like it can just it can't go away You said r&b you you were talking about who who was that oh i didn't say a name
0: (laughs) oh okay okay i I was actually just about to bring up r kelly though like if 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 you did a if you did a documentary on 90s r&b it's like there's no way you'd be able to do that without mentioning him you know um
1: exactly you know
0: but but people people kind of learn how to have to learn how to compartmentalize it's like look if we're talking about the music yeah we got to talk about this guy like he had hits he he moved the needle. He, he, you know, advanced the genre. You got to talk about it. Now, if you're talking about uh, uh, a history of black women not being listened to when it comes to sexual assault allegations, yeah, you could still talk about him in that context as well and hold him accountable and, and discuss him in a totally different light than you're going to talk about him in an R&B documentary. So you, you kind of got to learn to compartmentalize a little bit. Um, And people
1: just don't seem capable of doing that, you know? Well, yeah, certain mindset people. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I I just don't get it. Because what a person does for work has nothing to do with what they do, you know, extracurricular activities, I would say, for lack of a better term. You know, it's like, this is work and this is his personal life. Although horrendous. Like, how, how do the two match? Like, this has... They have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, but... You know, I can... You know... It, it, it all... Sometimes it all falls back on, like, celebrity worship, too. Because people who engage in that, you know, these are the people that you hear d- defending these folks, the R. Kelly's, the Bill Cosby's, uh, you know, whoever else. And then you kind of have... The people who are on the opposite side, who usually, usually nine times out of ten, they weren't even of a self-aware age or maybe even born yet when that person was truly active in making their mark on the culture. So they're they're divorced from the whole. Man, we used to play this song. This was the jam in '91. They're they're divorced from all of that because they didn't have that experience. They just hear the foul stuff and they say, Oh, this person needs to be, this person gotta go. You know, we, we can't we can never F with this person on any level. So there's that part of it too. You yeah, know, they, they they can't have that other conversation. <laughs> you know, I could say, Oh man, Vibe by R. Kelly sure was a jam. Man, too bad he 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 wasted all his potential because he was he, he can stay away from them gir- those little girls. It's like I can I can say both things, you know, I, I can when, when bringing him up, you know? And, and same thing with Africa Bambaataa. It's like, man, Planet Rock show sure was the jam, but uh, man, I, he, he wrong for touching them little boys, you know?
1: Exactly. But I think what it is is that we are of the same mindset that I don't care about a person's celebrity. Like, celebrities don't make me, like, I, I, I'm not a groupie. I don't have a groupie mindset like um, I've met celebrities in public and you know they get ready to take pictures and stuff and it's like I, I said no it's fine I was just it was just cool to see you actually see you in person I didn't actually want to take a picture with you, you know like it's you know like I understand you want to just go about your life just like anybody else
0: uh, yeah yeah I remember when I, I met uh, Terrence Howard and Adele Taco in California and um you know, he was clearly not trying to be recognized. <laughs> but uh-huh. like, I recognized him because he was right behind me in line. So it's like, they would have you order and then you would step off to the side. So the next person could step up, you wait for your food or whatever. And I, I stepped off to the side after I ordered my food. and I'm, he- I'm hearing him order. And I'm like, man, that dude talks just like Terrence Howard. And then I turned <laughs> trying to look, I was like, oh, that dude looks just like Terrence Howard. And then I looked closer. I was like, oh, shoot, that's Terrence Howard. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I gave him a head nod. I was like, yo, I love your work, man. Keep it up. And and he gave me a head nod. I said, thank you. And I just, that was it. I just let him go about his way. And um,
1: yeah, yeah, and that was it. Yeah, man, I have met a number of people. I met Brian McKnight. Oh, and, snap. You know, chatted it up with him for a little bit. Uh, I met Sean T with his family. Uh, man, I, man, it's been a number of people. Asking. Common, the hmm. uh, common was cool too.
0: Yeah, I met Common. I, I met 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 him. I met uh, Talib, uh, Lupe, Most, um Che Electronica. Actually, um, he was he was surprisingly cool. You know, very 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 gracious, you know, uh, you
1: know, and just, you know, pleasant to be around. You know, it, it, it might have been, it was matching your energy too, because like I can imagine many celebrities, they don't want to, some of them do. Some people, they love attention. They they are narcissistic in that way, or just very attention-seeking. But a lot of people, man, they just want to be able to Go from point A to B without having to stop and sign an autograph or take a picture or or have this long drawn out conversation that only you want to have. You know, um, they don't, they don't, they just want to be able to um, be human and not be not be a slave to everyone's one, everyone else's uh, desires to spend this little bit of time with. So yeah, I get it. But I, and that's what I mean by before we get too far away from it. I meant to say that it's like those are the ones that are putting too much stock into these people because they're holding them to so much high esteem that they get disappointed when they when they're actually not perfect, which they should have realized in the first place. Yeah, um, exactly. Or they're just in denial. That yeah, that's the other side of it. It's like you put too much. Put too much stock into a person just because they're extremely talented um, and have a level of celebrity that most people don't have. So now you either are all for or all against them when something bad happens. Or you could just be like, well, I mean, they're not human. I mean, they're human just like anybody else. They just got caught up. Yeah. Now they can't do what they were doing anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, or
0: they're just like, like you said, they're human, they're human, you know. But I, I'm not in favor of throwing out, you know, the 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 baby with the bath water to to, you know. You you could condemn actions without condemning somebody's art. You know, it's
1: just that's it's just how hazard. I look at it. You know, that's how I look at it. You know, because um, where's the energy kept at? That's that's what I don't like is
0: yeah you yeah. had
1: to you have to shut down 75 to 80 percent of the industry if we don't keep the same energy you know yeah this is true
0: this is true man i just got a text saying they need to get mizzou out of here i you know i checked the score and boston's down by 21 with four minutes left in the fourth i'm like wow
1: yeah i knew it yeah, yeah. T- time for a boring finals i knew it if jimmy Midwestern. butler
0: if Jimmy Butler accomplishes the impossible, dragging this team to the finals without Tyler Hero, without... Who, didn't they lose somebody else? Uh, I'm not sure. I feel like there's somebody... Oh, Oladipo. I forgot about Oladipo. Yeah.
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: If he accomplishes the impossible and, like, beats Denver in the finals, where would that put him in, like, all-time NBA
1: rank? Would that Does that make him top 50, top 30? So... I think you had to start having a different conversation. We need to start, we had to start having a conversation of like most amazing season. Um, and he also would net, he also definitely needs to get more, more notoriety. You know, like they were trying to throw, ja- give John ja Morant the uh, nod. Well, a couple guys, the nods to be fa- the faces of the NBA that hmm. LeBron is. On his way out, and Durant and them are older. Like these were the newer guys, but Jimmy Butler has always been there, right under those guys, not getting any attention. But that was also the way they were spending Jimmy Butler, because it was like he was a a team cancer, you know. So now all of that will go away if he was if he was able to beat Jokic and Murray and them boys and, and Porter, you know, Porter Jr. Uh, Aaron Gordon, uh, what's the guy that, that was used to play with the Lakers? Uh, Caldwell Pope, man, he, he beat all of them, all those guys, man. Like, that might be one of the top 10 best, greatest seasons, bro. Bro, like, we, we seriously gotta start having that conversation because
0: as of right now, he's he's made more final, he's had more finals appearances than um. The Giannis and we put Giannis in like The top 50 already you know If you swap Jimmy Butler With LeBron if you you put Jimmy Butler on the Lakers and you put LeBron On this Heat team I don't see Them coming out of the East As an AFC I just don't
1: No I don't see But then on on the flip side I don't see the Lakers Because you got Anthony Davis They probably will butt heads Because if Jimmy Butler Be looking at him like dude why you always hurt you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jimmy butler is the guy that talks about all of he talks about all of the tame elephants in the room you know he, he brings it all out to light. yeah know. yeah well
0: we shall see man we shall see like i know everyone's saying that nuggets heat is gonna be boring but i don't know man i don't know they the Miami Heat, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I'm predicting Denver to win, but the Miami Heat just they just feel like a team of destiny. They just there's no giving them, you know, and it's like everyone seems to know their role and they just seem to really want it. You know what I mean? Like
1: Yeah, but it's like Denver is just such a superior team, um, that like it's just gonna be very difficult. Like Jimmy Butler is going to have to have four games of his life, (laughs) including everyone else. Like everything is going to have to just work out for four games for Denver to to not win this championship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey,
0: they've beaten the Bucks and they've beaten the Celtics. They've beaten the one and two seed in the East. So. I th- I think they'll make it interesting. I I don't think it's yeah. it's going to be a sweep by far. I I, I think they're going to give Denver everything they can handle, and it's I think it's going to go at least six. I think it's going to go at least six.
1: I'll so say, I, I know they won't get swept, but I'm just looking at I'm just looking at the the, the matchups, man. Who who do they have for Jokic? I mean, I like Adebayo. That.
0: They got nobody. I mean, Adebayo was good, but he he's he's not. No, he ain't no Jokic stopper. Like, like he could barely contain Robert Williams the third. Like, uh, yeah, I don't I don't see him. I don't see him containing Jokic. I just don't. I just don't like. Don't get me wrong. I still believe Denver is the superior team and will win. But like, Miami man, they 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 gonna they gonna give it all they got, man. It's like I said, it's no giving
1: Oh yeah, they'll. Um, it's not like they aren't a challenge, right? They, 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 they will keep Denver on their toes, but it might be a couple. It might be one wake-up game where it's like, all right, y'all, so, okay, we can't play with these guys, but we gotta, we gotta stay on task here. You know, we gotta keep our Ps and Qs together. We gotta dot them eyes and cross those Ts. You know. Yeah, yeah, their margin for error is gonna be very slim. Yeah, because you know how it is. Sometimes you just play down the talent. Sometimes that happens. You get it. Just happens. But they just got to remember, like, no, we got to continue to keep the same, the same uh, consistency going with our execution. And exactly. man, it might it might look really bad.
0: Yeah, but they they'll be all right. They'll be all right. You know, I I that, that's that's why I love
1: basketball. To me, basketball is the the purest sport. You know what I mean? Like. It is, man. It is, it is. But you know, what's also funny too. They can't be underestimated. What's that? The uh, the the lack of pressure. So, like when when you don't have to when you don't have to win because the Miami Heat they are not, they are not expected to win. No, no, so, they are playing with house so, money. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. Hey, you know, they playing as free as possible. Like, hey, we ain't supposed to be here. So, like, there's no pressure. I don't feel pressure to shoot any of these shots because I'm not even supposed to be be here to shoot these shots. Like, I'm just glad I'm here. So I can play as free as possible. No no pressure, no nervousness, no jitteriness, no anxiety. Like, I'm just playing free-flowing. That, that, that can't be underestimated because when the other team that's supposed to be doing something, when that when that uh, that uh pressure hits them, sometimes, man, like I said, lack of fundamental uh, poise, that that can mean a lot. That's what happened with the Celtics, man. It just, they're, it, they're, everybody keeps saying they expect it to be in the finals. Like, if they don't make it to the finals, they should consider it a failure of a season. I wouldn't
0: say that. I, I think people are too focused on, like, the finals and winning a chip. And, like, the, the Boston Celtics are a, a really good team. They're a really good collection of talent. And they're one of the final four teams standing this year. So it's like that's not a team you blow up. The team you blow up is the Chicago Bulls. The team you blow up is, is the... Uh, or uh, sure. when when I look into blowing up the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, because it's like they they've reached their ceiling and their ceiling ain't far, you know. Those are the teams you blow up. Not not a team that's made it, you know, fourth conference finals in what five years. You know, that's yeah, that's not the team you blow up. But um, speaking of sports and sportsmanlike like conduct and and. And, and, and all of that, and that spirit, that is the perfect segue to our next topic, man. This is a topic I really, really wanted to chop it up uh, over with you. And that is the topic of battle rapping. And when I talk about battle rapping, I'm talking about its most current incarnation, which is the uh, online rap battle leagues, uh, URL, the Ultimate Rap League. Uh, RBE. Yep. You yep, RBE, Lion's Den, King of the Dot. Uh, there are various battle leagues, and they all have relationships with each other, and and kind of overlap and intersect with each other with the people who do them. <clears throat> and they've really, really gained popularity. I would say within the past 10 to 12 years, would you say that's about right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah
0: yeah yeah with the with the advent of 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 the internet of course and youtube becoming more ubiquitous youtube is kind of like the vehicle to to get you know more eyes on them and everything because a lot of these rap battle venues can only hold a few hundred people so you know unless you're you're you can be there and pay pay the money for a ticket to get in and watch these battles then um you know the internet is pretty much the only way you're going to get a chance to see them and mm-hmm. even in recent years, there's been even pay-per-view events with with a handful of battles. Hollow um, the Don versus Joe Button. Uh, what was the other one that they did? That they did. Um, that was oh, uh, it, it was uh, it was. Um, I don't know if you remember Murder Mook and Iron Solomon. Uh, this was probably like six or seven years ago. I'll, I'll talk about that 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 one in a sec. I want to stick a pin in that one for a sec because I wanna. I wanna to Talk about that battle, but but are you a fan? I I I believe you are, but but where do you stand on battle rap and its its place in the culture and its in its most current incarnation? Um,
1: if you asked me this six years ago, it would be an uber fan. But asking me now, I'm still a fan. But all of the um things that have been done to create uh um, a newer or a constant uh flow of money and also the fake the, the uh the non authentic authenticity of it the, the uh disingenuousness of these uh people that are in the the culture has made me um not so much not as much as a fan but I I'm I'm always going to be a fan because of the the uh the lyrical content, the 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 detail in writing. Like this is the upper echelon of writing skills. So I'm always gonna be a fan of that. But everything else, like the uh everything else, the pageantry of, I I could care less about that. And how the how they, they put all of these these money gates in front of you just to be able to see this stuff now. It, it it is taken away from
0: me. Really, really, okay. I understand that. You 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 said something about the lack of genuineness.
1: What can you be more specific The them? fake beef, the fake beef. Ah, okay, okay. That's this is annoying. Like, how many times y'all done shot up these people's family <laughs> verbally? <laughs> Pushing people around, tugging people's shirts. Pocket checking people, all of this stuff. Like, mm. like come on, man. Like the, that I, I get tired of that. Like the, the 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 attempting of punking somebody. Like it just, I get tired of the the yelling and people's face. Like I get tired of that stuff. Like I just just keep it. I, I just love the lyrics. Let me see the, let me see the lyrics. Let me hear the lyrics.
0: Okay, okay. Well, I, for me the all the stuff you just mentioned that's that's to me that's always kind of been a part of it i mean like even shoot you go back 15 years back when smack you had to smack dvds <laughs> i used to buy those at the barber shop bro that's 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 how long ago i go with, with being a fan of battle rap um mm-hmm. you know and you 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 have the same element you know people getting in each other's faces being highly aggressive because i i come from a more old school tradition of battle rapping when uh cats and my crew or other crews would battle cats in another crew or with sometimes we would battle with each other within the same crew a lot of times we we'd have a beat plan you know either somebody beat boxing or somebody would would be fortunate enough to grab an instrumental of you know some some underground hip-hop record that we all like and folks was able to battle over the beat and then when i started watching like these these new battles uh, you know out of New York and whatnot and kind of saw what they had going on and they were just doing it completely a cappella. It took me a while to kind of get used to that. Cause but but then I started noticing like, okay, they they really can't go over beat because they have to worry about crowd control and crowd reaction and all of that. Like you can't even hear the beat if the crowd is responding and oohing and on over your last bar. You know, so once i once i i I got it in my head that battling without a beat definitely has its advantages i was able to enjoy it more you know now as far as the aggression i i kind of just took that as uh just showmanship and theater because you you have to as an mc yeah you're battling a dude but you're you're really trying to get the crowd involved because they're the ones who are gonna give you the W or give you the L. So I just kind of chalked it all up as just showmanship, you know, and putting on a great show and actually being an MC and a a, a lyricist on top of it. Um, And I'm thoroughly, let me be clear. I'm thoroughly, thoroughly impressed by what these battle rappers can do. Like I have a hard time memorizing 16 bars that I wrote myself.
1: Um, That's amazing, ain't
0: it? Yeah, and these dudes are memorizing, you know, three to five minute rounds of just constant bars, um, and are able to go back and forth for three rounds, you know, back and forth, back and forth, uninterrupted, and and I shouldn't say uninterrupted, but you know, without having to look down at a piece of paper or, you know, and, and have okay, this is this is round one I got memorized. This is gonna be my round two and this is gonna be my round three and like each each round is like five minutes worth of rhyming. You know, to me, that's phenomenal. You know, that yeah. is
1: phenomenal. Plus, uh-huh. plus the ahead. freestyle and rebuttals within it and the adding in yeah. stuff that happens on the fly like somebody in the audience or, you know, like just certain mishaps. They, they sneak it in to the to the battle to turn up you know turn it around you know it's like that right there is just like creativity at its best Uh,
0: yeah i agree man i agree like it's 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 amazing what these cats can do um you know some of them have taken props up on stage with them and you know just to punch up their delivery and, and to give people a little something extra to look at or laugh at it's great, man. I, I I think it's it's one of the things that's keeping the culture alive, you know. And it's it's <clears throat> when people complain about hip hop not being lyrical anymore, I, I you know, it, it sometimes kind of annoys me because it's like, man, y'all not looking in the right places, you know. And you know, these cats are really really keeping it alive. do Do you have do you have a short list of battle rappers, past or present? Um, that that you are a big fan
1: of man i don't mention cassidy of course because uh, he's, he's my first major um person that i saw with that format you know you know the, the famous battle between him and freeway and then you know did you see his battle with um
0: disaster
1: i've seen all of his battles
0: Okay,
1: okay all of them. And I I I feel like he's won all of them. Every single one. All I else. would
0: agree. I would agree. I I the freeway one did not impress me that much because freeway crashed and burned. And I kind of thought unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. I know. I got I thought Cassidy got lucky. <laughs> um and I then feel like- I st- but then I saw him battle Disaster And I was like man I don't know how he gonna do against this dude And he tore He tore Disaster up And he didn't even Press. really His style is different from Disaster's Disaster is way more wordy and verbose And Cassidy is way more laid back and,
1: and simple and to the point But boy bro like He handled yeah, it Yeah but but guess what but when, he, when he did that Disaster impression Even Disaster was impressed yeah. And yeah. that just that, that crushed him. Yeah, Yeah. Fat, Fat Cassidy killed him, man. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay, so I'm sorry. I
0: interrupted you. You said Cassidy. Uh, Cassidy
1: Mook, of course. This is a shame I'm of forgetting his name, but you know the other guy uh, uh, is always saying uh, what's up, handsome, or Oh, beloved! What's up, beloved? Yeah, beloved. What's up, beloved? Um, Loaded lux. Loaded lux. Daylight, of course. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, Daylight, of course. He can't. He can't forget about. Uh, I mean, I love Hollow the Don too. Like that dude is. <laughs> he's amazing. Um, I'm forgetting the fat guy, the chunky guy's name for some reason. Charlie it's Clip. on wild or not, Charlie Clips. Like it's certain guys that like you can't even say who's the best. It's just who's better that day because they all do it at the highest level, you know. And then you got some that I liked, like uh, uh, New Jersey Twerk. But I I ain't really been on him within the last couple of years. I don't even know what I haven't seen any of his battles. As a matter of
0: fact, yeah, I can't say I've seen a whole lot of battles of his. But
1: uh, what's the dude? This from uh Baltimore. I can't think his name. Sue Surf, of course, but you know, you know where he's at right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, homie, homie's in prison. He got what did he get sentenced to?
1: A long time. <laughs> <laughs> a long time. <laughs> he's, he's a demon out in the streets, though, man. Like he's gonna catch up to you eventually. Um, but his boy. You know, uh, I can't think his name. Gunbar King. You know. Um, oh, Tay Rock. Uh, Tay Rock, yeah. But then you got K Shine and you got DNA. Man, there's a lot of guys you can mention. Then you got lady. You got some of the ladies too. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Shout out to Remy Ma for official. Like, yeah. You know, shout out to Remy Ma for, like for me really seeing the first female battle against uh, Lady Luck. Like oh, everybody yeah, thought, yeah. Lady Luck was gonna win for sure, but Remy Ma got it convincingly. Um, and now, good, yeah, yeah, she got she got a battle league out right now. Does she? Yeah, she her first I think of the first main one was uh, uh, Easy to Block Captain versus who was that against? Man, who was that against? easy to block captain versus i can't think his name easy easy one easy though oh it was against um oh, what's that dude's name so he also was on Wilding um, wildin out you know he always got his brother showtime coming on oh hitman Holler, hitman Holler, yeah hitman Holler. i don't know how i do know why his his performances but the dude's lyrics are not on. he is not he's like third tier with lyrics but, okay okay yeah.
0: okay I, I get that but his delivery his energy and his level of animation on on stage is what is that's
1: his selling point yeah but I mean after a while you get tired of looking at the picture of what the what the whopper is supposed to look like then you actually get the whopper it's like man I don't look like the picture <laughs> all right all right <laughs> i mean it's like and don't get me wrong i'd just be waiting to see his brother come out and for him to do that bogus uh remix stuff like like yeah, i don't even yeah it was cool at first but then it's like man i know what it's gonna be i could literally do it with you at the house but maybe that's what make, makes people like it is that that you know Cause not because like you said that everybody's not there just for the lyrics like some people are there for the stage performances and stuff like some people don't even want to listen to unless they can actually watch it they don't want to hear it because i don't listen to the whole thing while i'm working or something and i don't have to even i don't even have to even see it you know but some people they just literally they want to watch it so that part of it is important that's me
0: I'm one of those Who have to watch it I just can't listen To the audio It's like I gotta I gotta see What you're doing On stage And 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 how you're How you're delivering Your lines <clears throat>
1: Yeah
0: Cassidy Whooped him too Who was that Every uh, Every yeah, round
1: Yeah every round
0: I I gotta watch that battle I don't think I've seen it. Uh, oh, oh man Every round I got I got a top five I got a top five I got I got conceited um, okay. I was a big fan of his. He was. He was. He was just his wordplay, his pen game was just like another tier, you know. And a lot of his lyrics were going over people's heads, you know, a lot of them. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's why he's so he's still kind of underrated and not talked about. Like I, I, but I think like when these rap leagues first started, like getting real popularity, like he was he was a top three dude. Like in, in his prime. Um, so I got Conceited. I have, and this is a this is a left field one. <laughs> I have Bill Collector.
1: Left field? Bill Collector whooped it. He easily beat Hitman Holler. I was gonna ask you, did you see, did you see the Bill Collector
0: Hitman Holler battle? Oh yes. Oh
1: yes, I saw it. That was, <laughs> <he> was <laughs> Oh yes, I saw it. I forgot the burner. Forgot <laughs> yeah, the burner. No, the burner. Yeah, like didn't it, have said it, that.
0: <laughs> I forgot the burner. So yeah, the man. Bill collected. He he is he is hey, mad animated. Hold
1: on. hold on one second. Ian, hold on. All right. All right. I'm back in. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, we just got a puppy. So.
0: Oh snap! What
1: what breed? Yeah, a Rottweiler. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, this little dog just got a foot caught up in the uh um, in her cage and she was making the craziest sound of noise. <laughs> and I yeah, I had to go see what was going on.
0: <laughs> I got you. I got you. But yeah, Bill Collector, he's super creative. Man, please check out his battle against uh Ness or Enes. It's 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 a few years old, but he snapped. He snapped. Like it, it was almost a shame because it was like he came with some pretty good bars for a dude who really wasn't worth his best. But there's a there's a section in that battle where he he Bill Collector reveals this tattoo on his arm and he incorporates the tattoo in the in in his bars and he's he's just spazzing, bro. He is spazzing. All right, next up I got Charlie Clips. Dude kind of came out of nowhere for me. I remember hearing his name a lot. And Hearing that he was the next big thing, and he was kind of like—I uh, can't remember if he was kind of like the—he uh, was supposed to be like the next DNA or something like that. That's what people were to say about him.
1: Because his um, freestyling prowess. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and he impressed me. He impressed me. He he beat a lot of dudes that I didn't think he could beat. He embarrassed T-Rex, and that's that's oh, about that, it. That really made me like him. <clears throat> Uh, next up, I got Loaded Lux. Doesn't doesn't do a lot of battles, but the battles he does are very very high quality. The, my favorite battle is probably of his is probably when he beat he beat Calico because that was the battle where he he kind of choked in his second round, but then he got it together and then just had a super fire third. Um, yeah. And then at number one, man, I got a Hollow to Don. The Denonon, like, like all his <laughs> battles, all his battles are like 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 I would say like seven out of ten of his battles are classics.
1: Yeah, if not all. <laughs>
0: like the only one that wasn't a classic was uh his last Math Hoffa one and his first battle against Arsenal. Oh okay. like Everything else I've seen him do has been phenomenal. It's good. I forgot
1: math. to mention math. Yeah, I love I, me I, some math.
0: And see, I'm not big on math in the battle world. Like I thought, math only got popular because he knocked out. Uh, I forgot dude's name. He 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 was the dude who knocked out that guy. Dose one, I think I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the and the fight went viral, but. I never, I never bought into the math half skill level like that.
1: Oh, that dude, he up there though. Have you, you ain't really listened, have you?
0: Dude, I've watched right. almost every math Hoffa battle there is, like, including the rematch with him and Dose, like, <laughs> like, I, he just doesn't do it for me, man. He just don't do it for me. Like, he ain't the worst mm-hmm. battle rapper I've heard by far, but like,
1: maybe, I, maybe I just have an affinity for big guys that actually got. Skills because you know, a lot of time people just assume the bigger you are, the, the more you lead, like the dumber you are, and uh, that ain't the case, you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe I just got that, but then again, I don't care for head ice, so maybe not so oh.
0: much. <laughs> oh, you don't like head
1: ice? It's not like I don't like him because like, I just don't care for him, like, he's not, he's obviously, um. His his best years were way ahead of, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he 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 ran out of steam probably five years into him, him, like not doing it anymore. Um but at the beginning, probably yeah, but yeah. Head ice was like a he's like a journeyman, you know, like a journeyman boxer at that time. It was just like the guy, one of the guys you gotta pass through. To get to Mike Tyson, you know what I'm saying? Mm, okay, okay. I got, you. I got you. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, anybody that does battle rap is at the highest level of writing. Like, that's automatic. But then there's levels to it, though. Once you get, like, you know, once you get to the NBA. I got you, you. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, dude, yeah,
0: I, yeah. I, I love Head Ice. I love his voice, um, you know, his stage presence. Yeah, he's he's a he's a he's a dope baller to me. Also, man, R.I.P. to uh Pat Stay. Um, he was he was a, a battle rapper from Canada, a real big king of the Yeah, and he um he he unfortunately was murdered, I think, last year. But yeah. his his battles were super entertaining. Like he he's one of those dudes who really brought a lot of humor. Um, uh, mm-hmm. battle rap, which is which is much much needed. That's what I wanted to ask you, if you if if you could change anything about battle rap in its current iteration, what would you change? I
1: would change the street influence being the main way to go about battle rap, because um, it almost seems like if you ain't street, you can't compete. But then again, they got other leagues that that don't have, you know, that, where well, that's not the main thing. But for the most part, it's like all of these dudes talking about, we got gun bars. Like, they're from the streets. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there are guys like me or us that would love to compete in something like that. But I wouldn't be using gun bars like that because I ain't from the streets. That would be my whole thing, actually, is like, i actually beat you without talking about the streets, you know, um, but like, I, you know, the, the Sharon's of the world, if they were more, because it's almost impossible because the, the audience, the core audience, they love street bar. That's the culture, yeah. of it, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's unfortunate too. I, I if, if if I could change anything about Battle Rap, I, I would love to take the focus off that because it does get a little it just gets redundant, man. Like don't get me wrong, I love to hear two black men on stage and each other for a half hour. But <laughs> but just be creative with it. Like I'd rather hear you talk slick about a person's career. Or a person's appearance, or a person's lack of hits, or a person's past—you know—defeats in battle. Then just sit up there and talk about how you're gonna shoot them up for 30 minutes. It's like that—that that, that does get a little dry, man. It does get a little dry. Now, if you could figure out a way to do it creatively, like and move around the stage and incorporate props, or just kind of get like kind of you know cartoonish with it, almost. Then yeah, I that I still will find that entertaining, you know. But it just yeah, talk about how they gonna empty the, the clip and unload cans on you for like fifteen minutes. It's just like yeah, like what else you got, man? Yeah, and they got, got a got
1: gun it? so big. Yeah, yeah, bigger, yeah. bigger <laughs> big nine. You know, like <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you remember? I forgot who had said it exactly. It's like I got a gun so big. That it only exists in battle rap, you know?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I would I, w- I would change that
0: too, like, if, if I could... ...or at least try to take a lot of the focus off that lyrically. Now, now in, in the past, certain, certain hip-hop icons... Um, ...the one that sticks out the most to me is Eminem... ...have kind of dipped their toe in this whole, like, underground... ...slash, online battle league arena... And have tried to do reality shows, highlight it, and uh, sponsor events. And how, how do you feel about that? Because that's a to me that was that felt like a marriage that was never going to last long. But uh, how, how do you feel about that? The interest from mainstream industry acts when it comes to battle rap. Do you do you feel like that marriage can be successful? Do you feel
1: that do you feel that battle rap has a ceiling as far as exposure? Um, I feel like I feel in two ways. Cause you know, Chris Brown had had a whole he had a whole battle rap session in his house. Really? And uh, you know, Drake has uh Drake has sponsored some yeah. Chris Brown had one in his home. It's pretty dope too actually. Um uh, it was pretty it was pretty dope to see it. Uh but you know Drake has been involved yeah with it. Uh, then you got other people that talk about it that really, that really are tuned in um, I think I think it's great to shed light to it but then I also think that in a way the artists that are shedding light to it are treating it like a, um, a hobby of theirs when these people are taking it dead seriously they treating it like it's a hobby so it's like a Hey guys, look at what I do when I'm on my off. You know, when uh, when I have when I have time. <laughs> let, me, yeah. let me show you guys what I do. You know, but hey, any any light is good. Any limelight is good light. So I think that it um I think it allows more more eyes on it. it makes people watch more, which allows them to make more money. Uh, gives them avenues to act it like you know easy to block captain was on the first season of bel-air right who was that Yeah, he was uh easy to block captain oh i never i didn't see bel-air yeah he was a, he was the guy that was spinning will smith around on the first you know you remember will smith was getting spun oh, around yeah, by yeah, the, yeah, the dude yeah, yeah. yeah he he was the actual character in the new um fresh prince show of the guy that made him leave and like they they gave him like a really good part on the first season, so like that it's dope. Like people have more avenues to do more things, so I think it's good in that aspect. Okay, okay. Do you, do you
0: see it being successful to the point of like? Do do, do you feel that the that the current hip hop audience has a stomach for battle rap to the point where they can really cash in? I, I know they're. A lot of battle rappers are, are are cashing in now in various ways, but what what do you what do you think? Do you think it's it's just it just takes the right marketing tools or pitch person to be the face of it for it to really blow up in the mainstream? Because because for the most part, when it comes to battle rap, it's niggas like us, our age and whatnot, or around our age, who really
1: keep up with it and support it. And the dudes that's in the, and the dudes that's in the streets that yeah. Yeah. love to be out in the streets and still wanna still wanna spit bars. Um, I don't think I think it's I I think it can go up another level, but it's never gonna be it's never gonna be hugely promoted in 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 the the normal music way. Like ain't gonna be on the radio. Heavy. Like, you know, some people are on it because, you know, in New York, it's a huge thing. So they get interviews and stuff like that um, on the radio stations. But, um, you know, then they get on Funk Flex. Some of them get to freestyle, you know, do their thing like that. But it's, I don't think it's ever going to be a situation where they have a high level of celebrity unless they get on other avenues like Nick Cannon, you know got a lot of battle rappers to be on Wild and Out, which allowed them to do other things. Like, you know, Hitman Holla has a... He has a reality show now called okay. Bags Over Bodies. Really? Yeah, where they like living in... It's like a bunch of battle rappers are living in this uh, Atlanta mansion, and they doing like... They battle rapping in the mansion. It's like... I haven't watched it all the way, but it, it's kind of interesting, but at the same time, it's like... This is what's gonna show how fake the stage presence is. So, so do you really want to show the background, the behind the scenes, where everybody cool with each other, but they're talking about their mama and killing their kids and all this stuff? Hey, do you really want to show how fake it is? But I'm just, you know. To me, that's
0: kind of takes the um. I don't know, man. I don't think that's the best way. I, with all due respect to him and Holla, I, I just don't think that's the best way to promote the the battles the, the 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 battle rap part of the culture <clears throat> um you're trying to make these people reality tv stars when they're not that like and they're missing the whole point of why people want to watch them and what they want to watch them for i don't want to see y'all living in the house together yeah. like i don't want to see evolving all- man yeah doing these goofy challenges and it's just like to me i I feel that like because you've had a lot of big names attached to it Uh, like you pointed out drake chris brown um uh nick cannon even eminem and it's like to me these are all like big names with big followings and 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 deep pockets (laughs) more importantly and if they can't really get the battle rap scene elevated to the next level And by that, I mean just in front of more eyes and gaining more attention and followers. And it's like, I really don't know what will. Like, I think battle rap by its very nature, by its aggressive nature, will always be, for the most part, an underground thing. Can these dudes pull in five figures on a battle? Absolutely. But I I just think that overall in the culture, it will always be kind of like this underground thing and kind of like the last, vestige of like true pure hip hop you know and I, I applaud what these cats do you know I applaud what these cats do but it's like I don't know if you, you I know you likely remember um, back when they had uh, 106 and Park and they would do what was it Freestyle Fridays or something that Friday, yeah. and they would have dudes battle but it was like they can only battle for 60 seconds and oh, they couldn't it curse beat.
1: it was on a beat
0: and it was on a beat and they couldn't curse, and it was like, okay, yeah, that's that's cool and all, but it's like, it, it, it that format was so limiting. So for me to see that, and then to see like a, my first Smack DVD, or you know, the URL League once it really got going, it was like that. It was like night and day. It was two different animals, you know. It's like these dudes and these rap leagues are really, really doing some special stuff, you know, and. Yeah, yeah, they, they deserve to be applauded. Before we get off this topic, who is the most overrated battle rapper, in your opinion?
1: Uh man, Goods.
0: <laughs> oh, <stop. laughs>
1: you know what, I used to feel that way, bro, but like Goods kind of grew on me. Man, good man, I, I, I mean, I understand why, because of his swag, the, his presence on stage. But when you say stuff like um, "uh something, something, something," I box you in, double dutch. You talking about the game of hopscotch? Like, and you wrote, and you wrote that lyric, and that's the lyric you wrote. Like when you do stuff like that, like that, that upsets me. Um, <laughs> That's like, a reach, I give you that. I, I give you nah, that. No, that's not even a reach. That's like Keep down it. like wrong. That's like, that's like talking about... That's like using an analogy for Unum. And then you say uh, spades. Like, no, it's not the same game. <laughs> like, how could you even do that? You wrote that in. Like, come on now. Like, when you... Uh, your lack of uh, preparation and detail like that. Like, come on, man. That's, and then, like, the, the writing is just not... It's, it's third tier left third level, you know, like third tier in terms of his writing level. Is uh, you know, I just think he, I think his bravado is more impressive than what he actually says when he's rapping. I gotcha, I gotcha.
0: Um, okay, so you got good. I
1: would have to go with, I would have to go with Calico. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying, but he's had some impressive, I, impressive I, I, bar and, and verses. I would in, have uh, to, battles. I would have
0: to go back and get like a list of like recommended battles from him. But like, I never understood why he was so popular so quick. Cause, cause every every battle I watched with this guy was mad debatable, with the exception of one. And he's not like one of these dudes who got better over time either. He, if he. he Think that he got worse over time it's um, the streets
1: man amazing. his father was big in the streets like and it's it's i think it's kind of like that that little dirt placebo you know the second generation guy from the streets is like it's like it, for the people that love the streets it feels good to know that and they just supported the guy with it yeah yeah all right must
0: see battle for newbies say you've seen seen no battles or maybe you've only seen one or two what is a must see battle you would recommend to a battle rap novice
1: that's hard to say because if you're a novice the extreme detailed rappers that stuff is going to go over your head to the point where you won't even appreciate it you won't even know why it's so great um so i wouldn't let them see daylight versus los first you know versus king los i would not let them see that because the right you the, got you gotta you gotta warm up the
0: daylight he is like yeah he's like
1: yeah.
0: The, he's like the billy woods of battle rappers it's like you gotta be <laughs> have a really experienced ear to like, yeah you gotta work your way he's at he's he's advanced level like he's calculus
1: yeah so maybe I would say um Hollow the Don versus uh what's the other guy? The other guy with the red hair that has Don in his name. Hollow oh, the Don John, versus John John. John John. The Don. Yeah, I think that would be a good, a good one. I think that would be a good one because they do a good job of leading you into the punch. So like although it's very like at least at least people will get the punches. They won't get all of the wordplay and entendres up to the punch, but at least they'll they will definitely get the punch. So that like it will start getting their minds wrapped in, onto what's actually happening and the way you need to listen and hear. Cause when I first was when I first started watching battle rap, I I was getting triggered emotionally, man. Cause it's like, dude, they're so disrespectful ain't nobody got to know fight yet like it's just so disrespectful then I start realizing it was fake but uh, yeah it's like wrestling it's like
0: wrestling that's the thing that's why I respect it because the showmanship it's like you can evoke emotions out of people when people they they get behind one MC and they really pulling for him and then they start really hating this other MC because he's, he's playing the heel really well it's like that's 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 showmanship man that's entertainment that's what that's what hip-hop is all about
1: maybe i gotta look at it like that it's just the only difference is that they're using entertainment with these people's lives for real like they be talking about real stuff
0: yeah sometimes it could could cross the line i would have to go must see battle for me um, I actually got one of one of one of yours and yours, uh, your battle rap, um, your matchup. I got Hollow to Don versus Loaded Lux.
1: Yeah, that's a good one, but Loaded Lux is so dense. But but, but, but,
0: but it's the perfect balance because because yeah, Hollow yeah. Hollow slowed us down for you. Loaded Lux in that in that particular battle, Loaded Lux ran a lot of his lines back so that people could could hear them again and understand them. And like, if you if you really got an ear for lyrics, you'll pick it up on the first time. And their do their their visual aids in that battle were like, <laughs> which is great. They didn't overdo it. It was it was very cleverly done. And it was one of those battles where it's like it split down the middle. Fifty percent of the people gave it to Hollow. Fifty percent gave it to Loaded. But overall, <clears throat> the culture won. Uh, with that battle um, yeah, seeing those two titans just go at it but yeah H- Hollow to Dawn versus Loaded Lux is a must see battle for anybody to me looking looking to uh, get in a battle rap so Jamil if you're listening I know you ain't a big fan of battle rap but please please check out Hollow to Dawn versus Loaded Lux please. Um, my next question overrated or underrated the battles, two on two battles underrated MCs. Team up Under- against two others. Yeah, I'm gonna go underrated too. I'm gonna go underrated too. Um,
1: man, they're just as entertaining as the one on ones to me. More entertaining in some ways because you're you're, you're you're you you can be creative in a way that you can't when you got another person on stage. It's like the way they do the back and forth, it reminds me. Like I automatically think about um, Jada Kiss and uh and the Ghost. Panero the ghost, Styles P, we gonna make it. Like I, that's that's like their version of battle rap. That's oh that's like that's what they do when they when it's a two-on-two. Two. It's like that back and forth, man. It's lovely to me. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, now <laughs> I agree. Uh two two-on-two two battles you must watch. Charlie clips and goods versus Hitman Hollow and John John the Don. That you is a so, okay, okay. That, that is a phenomenal phenomenal one. And the other one I got is Hollow Don the Don and Voted, and Voted Lux, Lux.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Against
0: Tay Rock and Chess. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> when Voted Lux came out brushing his beard, like, you know what it is about you young dumb niggas? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that was a hilarious battle man yeah. Hollows was whistling by <laughs> like, like.
1: Yeah, that was really good when lo deluxe was doing the robot rapping oh, I, like, I
0: lost oh. it i lost it with that battle bro like the hollow pulled out the referee's suit <laughs> Yep. Yeah. but man yeah i really really wanted to dive into that man and and you were the uh, you were the exact person I wanted to dive into it with. So yeah, man, love me some love me some battle rap. No, number one
1: guy, who would you say number one? Oh man, for me, Hollow the done. I'm going Mook. You know what? I'm glad
0: you brought up Mook, and this is why I, I don't give Mook. I, I wouldn't even put Mook in my top five. Dude is dangerous. Dude, dude is is a, he's got a resume, but. He cherry picks his opponents too much for me. He never takes on like the top tier guys at that time. He 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 seems to cherry pick people he knows he can beat. Like when he did that pay-per-view event versus Iron Solomon and they agreed to go uh 5 rounds or something ridiculous and it was like by the third round it was like, yo, stop the fight. Mook is mopping the floor with this dude. Yeah. You know, because remember Iron Solomon at one point, he was the great white hype. Because he was he was beating a lot of cats. And then he um he uh he went up against Math Hoffa and that battle was debatable. And then that's how, you know, math got more popular and then everybody was like, yo, what's up with this Iron Solomon dude? Yada yada. Um Yeah, and then and then he just kept calling out Mook till Mook finally took the battle. But um Mook is skill. Don't get me wrong, Mook is skill, but he relies too much on gun bars, and he don't, he doesn't, he doesn't battle top tier dudes
1: for me. Did you? He, did I, you I, see he, his?
0: I I saw the loaded Lux battle, and to me, bro, I know the crowd was giving it to Mook, but if you go back and look at that battle, I think loaded Lux took. It. I know loaded Lux
1: had the better bars. I I think it was a wash. I just think it was just like too iconic. Yeah, it's just showing you why they are why they're iconic um but did you see the mook versus uh man i always forget this dude's name we just did it sue surfing what's sue surf boy name uh Tay Rock. Tay Rock. did you see the mook versus Tay Rock when you know during the
0: quarantine oh uh, no I, I, I don't think i did
1: yeah how was it the was it i just maybe i should just let you i should just say just listen to it <laughs>
0: right i'm going to check it out yeah i, I it, they they kind of fell off during the pandemic cuz they couldn't get together in,
1: in the venue so um. yeah it was it was uh it was just them there um yeah all i'm gonna say is this mook may have the single greatest round ever definitely top five battle rap rounds for uh i think it was his third round oh, like God. like <laughs> maybe tomorrow or as soon as we get off. now nah, it's gonna be too late uh maybe tomorrow you should at, at the very least listen to the third round you're okay. gonna I'm a def- be I'm a def- like amazed so, you too- yeah, it's on YouTube.
0: Okay, I'll check it out tonight.
1: Yeah, if my phone wasn't cracked that I I'll send you the link. <laughs> I'm gonna check it out. Okay.
0: All right. So, yeah, I wanted to get into that. Man, I'm have- I'm gonna have to shelve these other uh <laughs> these other two topics for right now just cuz I don't have enough time to get into them. But let's go ahead. Let's uh let's get into our album face-off for the night. This is what I call a rematch. Of an underground throwdown. And this week we are putting the album Dop Hop by the Doppelgangers up against the album Heart by Nolan the Ninja, uh, <coughs> an underground group, and um, versus a, a, a from, and they're from the Doppelgangers, I believe, are from like San Diego or something. They're somewhere in California uh, on the West Coast. And then Nolan the Ninja, he's actually from Detroit. Uh, so Detroit definitely is still holding it down on the hip hop scene. But um, Dopp-Hop by the Doppelgangers was their seventh uh, studio LP. Uh, released July seventeenth, 2017 on Groggy Pack Entertainment. Uh, it was produced entirely by the Doppelgangers. Um, and it clocks in at 15 tracks in 53 minutes. And then in the other corner with Nolan the Ninjas album Heart. This was his third uh, studio LP. Uh, Released July 1st, 2016, on Fat Beats Records. And it was also produced entirely by Nolan the Ninja, featuring cuts from DJ Soko and Clock at 16 songs in 54 minutes. So, uh, I'll give it up to you, Vince. Between these two albums, uh, Heart by Nolan the Ninja and Dop Hop by the Doppelgangers, which one were you feeling more and why? I wasn't
1: able to go over them this week because, unfortunately, when I wanted to do it today, because ah. I had the day off. <laughs> no, I'm not. what not, well, I'm just. You know, I don't have an extreme. You know, I don't have a very detailed explanation of the album uh, because my phone got cracked and I couldn't even. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, I was like it. All of it just did not work out. But I listened to. I've heard bits and pieces of both of these albums. You know. And I like the Nolan Nolan the Ninja more. It's just more my style. His inter- interesting, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh like it's, it's interesting. It, they, these albums both are interesting. But uh yeah, I like that Nolan the Ninja more. Uh I know you're gonna give a better definitely gonna add the nuance to it. But I I chose the Nolan and Ninja. OK, OK, you just dug your style more. Yeah, it's just I, I wish I had got time to delve into it where I could really focus my mind on because, you know, like I didn't listen to either one of these albums completely and like throughout. So and then also with the mindset of, you know, it being one album against the other, because that, you know, it changes the way you listen to the music. Um. But just off of what I remember, you know, the Nolan and the Ninja, uh, just it was just, yeah, I just, I just like it better. OK,
0: OK, understood, understood. All right. It was just more your speed. Yeah. OK. All right. For sure. For sure. All right. For me, I uh, shoot, man, I, I really like this. This album face off both artists or both uh, acts, I should say, are are, are pretty young which is impressive i think of course you can't see their faces on the album cover but um uh, with the doppelgangers i believe that both of them are still in their 20s uh same thing with nolan and ninja i believe he's in his 20s still so for me it's very it's very reassuring to hear these two different albums and to hear these two different hip-hop acts uh creating the, the type of albums and the type of music that they did um so this was a very enjoyable listen for me uh, because both the doppelgangers and the and Nolan and Ninja, they have their own unique styles. They've clearly been influenced by, you know, certified bona fide hip hop greats. And that definitely comes through in their music. But fortunately, they're not trying to sound like anybody else exactly. or, or, or ride any waves or, or do what their contemporaries are doing. Um, which I love, which I love. And it pays off, man. It really pays off in spades. Uh um, the Nolan and Ninja is it's grimy, uh, it's it's consistent, uh, it's in your face, it's aggressive, man. I love it. This is this is the type of hardcore backpack stuff I was bumping and would have been bumping at age 17, 18.
1: You yeah, know me too. Um,
0: on my way to the yards to, to, to do some tagging on some trains but it, it was balanced too I, I really appreciate how balanced the nolan the ninja was too you know he kind of has a flow way he comes off like he's yelling at you um, yeah <laughs> but but he slows it down on tracks like hearts and i think uh, uh more and he's rapping in a more softer to do voice to the point where I thought it was a feature. I thought it was some other cat on there rapping, but it was it was actually him. I love that old-school flip of that sample he did on pennies, um, that's been used by by a lot of different uh, hip-hop acts, Ghostface Killer, Inspector Deck. It was dope to hear him flip that sample and, and put his own spin to it. Um, I loved Integrity with Guilty Simpson. Um, he kept a lot of his features Detroit-based too. I, I didn't notice that until I actually we're looking at the song credits because he had Fat Cat on here, uh, Red Pill from Ugly Heroes. He had uh, LAZ, Super MC, and of course, Guilty Simpson, A-, Novelist, Finale, and of course, DJ Soko. All of those, I believe, are, are Detroit uh, acts. So um, he kept it local, man. He kept it local. And I love the, the little snippets he Played at the beginning of certain songs, like when he had the Prince Paul interview, and he had the Nas interview, and it was almost like he was, he was, he was document not documenting, but but paying homage to all the old school hip hop acts of the past, you know, and and, and kind of, you know, keep keeping their influence all throughout the album to kind of remind us of you know what type of bag he's coming out of. I thought that was a nice touch too. You know, with the little interview snippets he would play in between tracks as well. And dude, I, I was a fan for life <laughs> of Nova the Ninja after hearing Heart. You know, and I, I love how he spelled the album title too. It was like, he spelled it with the H-E and then parentheses A-R-T. And then he closed the parentheses. So like, uh, to kind of emphasize the art and heart. So I thought that was dope too. I thought that was dope too. But I gotta give it to the doppelgangers. I got to give it to the doppelgangers with Dob Hop, man. Ooh, it, it the the beats were saucier, the the production was more melodic, the hooks were more catchy, and the themes were more fun.
1: Um, now, now that I give you the the uh, the hooks, um. I'm not saying I'm not giving you the other things too, but yeah, um, but that, that, uh, the, uh, the lack of polish is what I liked about Nolan the Ninja. Um, he's definitely doing something different from, you know, from what I remember to hear it. it, it's, it, it, like, it brought attention to my ears, you know? I'll let you finish.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I got you. Like, like the lack of polish on the Nolan Ninja impressed me as well. It's like, dude, I almost didn't want to pick a winner with this because I I was so impressed by both these albums. But the, 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 the the Nolan, man, the the Nolan, I would have gave it to the Nolan hands down 20 years ago, Uh, you know, or 25 years ago, (laughs) more like it. But now that I'm, you know my ear has evolved a little more and there's other things like i'm picking out of music these days and one of these albums just sounds better in the car which is where i pretty much listened to both of them while i was at mm-hmm. work driving back and forth the the, the the doppelgangers just had more bump you know and they're weirdos man they're genuine weirdos it's like the track they had uh strong ankles <laughs> 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 The track, Strong Ankles, uh, about them lusting after, you know, big women. And he had the bar, uh, Big Mama, Big Mama there. She's the one that I'm picking, Ock. The flock sipping on that Ciroc mixed with chicken stock. Six o'clock, I told the mother chick, start kicking rocks. When be chefing up in that walk, you know she licked the pot. Who forgot? She'll make a post to to remind you. You can open them cheeks, walk in, and close them behind you. <laughs> like, you know, it's like it, it was just it was just mad entertaining and mad funny, like the stuff that they were like rapping about. Um uh, <laughs> and um, you know, the hook on there too, it was pretty funny. Then they had the track. The track Die For It was a great album clo- closer. Uh Blublin was dope. Uh, Rolling was dope with the with that with that hook, uh, you know. Beak wet with the with the Godfather, Don Finucci references it was dope. Um, if it wasn't for the cloak, was another was another dope track. I mean, like both of these albums made me nod my head, definitely. But the doppelgangers made me nod my head, and you know, kind of sing a little bit and, and laugh a little bit. Right. You, there you know. Go. Have a good time a little bit, you know. It, it was, mm-hmm. it just it just delivered a little more. It just delivered a little more, and both of the MCs, Matter of Fact and EP, these dudes are no slouches on the mic. You know, these dudes are no slouches on the mic at all. So that that was another factor as well. Um, <clears throat> so uh, so yeah, man, I I'm, I'm giving it to the doppelgangers, Dob Hop Bye Bye a hair. Uh, but both these albums are definitely, definitely worth checking out. And, and like, as long as cats like this exist in the genre and in the culture, like hip hop will be in a good place. It's like I was thoroughly impressed when I found out how young these artists are, you know, especially Nolan and Ninja. Because dude is coming straight out of the the, the grime and grit, you know, uh, of the 90s. And he, he's giving us
1: something special. He's giving us something special. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. What I was about to add was that it seems like some rappers are are, are like re-retro on their bars, you know, kinda like how the the Jordans keep coming out, still the best shoe out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what's kind of happening with hip hop, It's like the best the best decade is starting to be retro in terms of these new artists. Yeah, yeah. The style and stuff and I think that's cool. Yeah.
0: And and he's he's a self-aware artist too, like um I don't know, did you hear that you remember that skit on the on the Knowin the Ninja where dude was leaving a voicemail message and he was like he was like, "Man, you need to get off that boom bap stuff and get up on some DJ Mustard." Did you <laughs> did you hear that? I have I have heard that. Yeah, I thought that was that was hilarious but um <laughs> but he he's he's definitely self-aware of his style so that that makes it cool too you know and he's he's sticking to his guns and um and giving us some some good stuff giving us some good stuff so um i look forward to reviewing uh, another one of his albums hopefully soon and the album face off and uh, yeah 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 this this album face off i believe is cursed cuz last time i tried to do it <laughs> it was in the earlier days of the pie and i think like i think a couple of people showed up for that pie but the only person who who listened to it was uh was reggie and he said he could only give him like a quick once through and you know wasn't really able to dive that deep into him and he he i think he picked the doppelgangers or the da pop album but nobody else listened to the album it's like i'm like man this this album face off is curse because no, every time I do it, like either no one shows up or, or nobody listens to it. Huh.
1: Man, that stupid cracked phone.
0: My phone won't be cracked next time. For sure, for sure. Yeah, do your thing, man. Do your thing. I get it. I get it. But um, let's go ahead. Let's 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 cap off this episode like we always do with another segment of what you're bumping, where I invite the. Uh, crew to share with the listeners what they've been bumping for the past week or so whether it be new old or just something the listeners have not heard that you want to put them on to
1: so Vince man this week what you have been bumping Man, I was, uh, have you heard about Young and Me?
0: About her being sick? Yeah. I've heard some about it. I, I, I really don't
1: keep up with it that much though, but what, what's up with that? Well, I, I know something like, some like maybe a liver or a kidney disease or something. She's been, something she's been dealing with. So, um, but that's why she hasn't been dropping music. But she's I heard she's been getting better and stuff, but it just made me listen to her music. I just went started listening to it, you know. Um, so I was running through her her stuff. Man, she can spit, man. She has the I think she has the the perfect balance between like everything you need to be an artist. Like she knows how to she knows how to navigate herself around a beat. Like that's very important, man. Like she, she has, she, has got that, and she, she impresses me with her lyrics at the right times in the song. Like that, all of that stuff is, is is important when it comes to writing a song, you know. Um, I can't. It wasn't like a whole bunch of people I was listening to. I was listening to some some R and B more. Uh, like I listened to some New Edition, some Boys to Men. Some music soul child. I ran through that uh hit boy and music soul child album again, and the production is still weird, but I, I like it more. I like the album more than I did the first time. Uh, I ran through some Nas stuff again, cuz of the hit boy. I start running through Nas and his last four albums, running just running through you know different songs. I watched that Griselda. I mean that um that uh conway documentary oh how was that it was good man it was good it's cool sometimes it's good to just see the background of people the stuff they go through like you get to see the reality of a person other than the bravado from their art yeah yeah. you get to actually see the core and the stuff they were going through because you know when dude popped off, he was old. He was older. I mean, you know, he wasn't the youngest. He wasn't in his twenties when he popped off. Right. And uh, and you know, the man got shot up, and he got ended up getting Bell palsy. Like so, so many things in front of him. It was like, man, you still trying to rap?
0: <laughs>
1: you know? Yeah, he's got an I interesting it, story, man. Yeah, it's cool to see that then you get to see a different area of New York other than just the five boroughs, one of the five boroughs. Like it was, it was, uh, it was it was dope. But you know, I I would encourage anybody that that likes Griselda in any way to watch the documentary. I'ma definitely watch it.
0: I'ma definitely watch it. Um, I saw it in my queue. So um... I'ma, I'ma definitely give it a chance. I'ma definitely give it a chance. All right so me myself um i actually did a lot of reaching back this week uh i was bumping uh most death black on both sides i was bumping feral much internal affairs i was just in like a a raucous bag this week um i was bumping um i went back and was bumping the larry june and alchemist great escape album again just because it got up to the 80s this week and i needed some i wanted some riding music i was bumping uh i went back and was bumping revisited uh danny brown and jpeg mafia scaring the hoes um, <laughs> <laughs> That album is still dope man <laughs> I'm still dope like we in a f- in a few weeks we're going to do our um our mid-year best albums list of the year so far and that's definitely gonna be on there it's definitely gonna be on there it's um, gonna be a
1: difficult year
0: man yeah you know what it's it's been I, I have a feeling that the second half of the year is going to be a lot more loaded than the first
1: yeah because there's 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 no side of ride a kid in here like i th- he might have exhausted himself a little bit <laughs> yeah 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 hopefully he drops
0: this year um you still got the killer mike that's set to the drop there's rumors run the jewels five might drop there's rumors that Rhapsody has another album in the chamber um, oh yeah who else uh, there's rumors that daylight might drop uh, another album like it's it's some stuff slated to come out this year that I think is gonna make it a good year in the second half but the first half ain't been too shabby but it's definitely been different it's a lot of, it's gonna be a lot of albums on my mid-year list that wouldn't have made it in the past but um what else I was bumping war finesse the Awakening. And I was bumping. I went back and was bumping the other Nolan the Ninja album called Yen um, that he did right after right after Heart. So um, yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I've been bumping. So um, of course Jamil could not make it on the show tonight. Uh, he's out there making the world a better place. So um, we cannot do any album anniversaries for this week, but maybe we'll we'll rebound next week. And of course, we have the um, one of the topics that I had to shelve this week. We will have to revisit next week. Did you Did you have notes for that? Uh, for ne- uh, for that uh, for you... the, for that producers con-
1: conversation. Uh, yeah, I do, but I I wouldn't want to rush through it right now. I don't want to really talk about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I was curious who you might have had on your list since you had recommended that um that Mr. Smith album to me
1: yeah I, I got I got some I mean I, I don't know if they'll be shocking but yeah uh,
0: okay No, no, yeah, no, no I, I got some not a problem oh did you ever get to check out that Ayatollah
1: no I haven't okay um, okay when
0: you get your phone fixed yeah yeah no no rush but uh it's, it's some beats on there I think you really enjoy okay <clears throat> yeah yeah but there you have it people that is the show Vince, I want to take it I want to thank you for taking out some time tonight, away from the family, to hop on and make the show what it is. As always, it is always always appreciated. Um, our episode from last week too has been getting a lot of really good feedback. So um, uh, that's what's up. The cats was really reaching out to me over that that last episode, so they really appreciated us commemorating the show in the way that we did. So. Okay. Um, But that is the show. So with that, my brother, I will
1: bid you adieu. And I'm going to say peace. Peace, everybody. And I apologize for uh, not being able to give you a more in-depth versus um, (laughs) detail, you know.
0: (laughs) It's all good, bro. We'll pick back up next week, though, man. I'll holler. All
1: right. Peace, everybody. Peace, Peace. Peace. From the fromagerie, freaked the grind on me Said don't you know you could eat the wine on Brie G, certainly you fine
0: low-key But she wanna do the deed and it's time on E Believe, for the Mickey D's, micro
1: cat. She covered all the fees, throwing seeds like a low-cat She knows, rolling flea, what a D knows Keynote speeches on how to breathe with the Brioche Dio's, the sits that we
0: motion along This hit's just piss in the ocean, songs Cotton mouth lipstick, chick smoking the bar Sandpaper, hand tug, stroking the wrong You're in the late day, early night, visa pay PayPal for the grade 8 pearly white, he's a race mile. We can stay foul, lay down for a while, but gangs never play house, we should lay style. Healed. Had to climb away from out the muddy fields To get in the lead like Buddy Hill, growing injury Had to wait until my buddy healed, for real So now I'm ready for the yam feast Got a hand beat, shorty known to keep the pan grease Nosy neighbors hoping that the jam sees. No, we got the kind of issue to violate your damn lease Okay, cue the beat up, shorty right the nice t- Like she trying to move the seat up Slowing down, then she speed up Guaranteed to make you clench your cheeks and pull the sheet up up. It's a permanent shark week Bay freak, told me to take it down in the bar seat Got a shorty out in Spokane Park, Greek I hit her and she answered in the cocaine heartbeat Yeah No out, man, it's not wrong
1: I'm going to tell you, ain't nobody's money dance to boom, bat, bruh. Mm-hmm. Better catch up to mustard, my niggas. Mm-hmm. Get me back.